0: It's showtime. Hey, welcome to Did You Watch Survivor? Last night, this is the only fun Survivor podcast. My name is Jay Shadal. Each week, I ask my best friend, Thomas Powell. If you did indeed watch a certain reality show, and hey, Thomas, this week, I'm in your... What room is this in your home?
1: Uh, I would call this a dining room. We are coming to you live from my dining room. Uh, sitting here with a microphone that is probably not being used for the <laughs> purpose it should be, but that's fine. Don't worry about it. We're professionals.
0: Every year since starting this podcast... I've asked my family for either a mixing board or a microphone for Christmas, and no year have they ever gotten
1: me such a thing,
0: and it bothers me a lot. I'm sorry about the voice I just did.
1: <laughs> what were you going for with that? I'm
0: curious. Um, it was unintentional at the beginning,
1: and then I just kind of went with it.
0: Yeah, it was kind of just like a a gravel in my throat. Uh, this type of
1: guy, you're yeah. going for your. Uh... Uh, it was liam neeson talking about uh microphones anyway have you considered that your family uh don't support you yeah think
0: about that it's clear i know that at least one family member listens to this podcast weekly and they said they would watch they would listen to this episode even though they didn't watch zodiac and have never seen
1: it they should see zodiac i think that's if there's anything i can convey with this episode it's that everyone should see zodiac yeah like
0: obviously it was the best podcast in the world uh and you should listen to the whole thing but first you should probably watch zodiac
1: yeah set aside nearly three hours of your day
0: but i promise you will not feel like it's a
1: a quick two hours and 40 minutes
0: it feels like two hours and 10 minutes
1: (laughs) it only feels like a regularly slightly long movie
0: yeah uh, at no point is it drain, droning on, um, but we're already getting into it. But Thomas, I do have to officially ask you did you watch Zodiac last night?
1: You say, to this is the day day Zodiac day. speaking. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yes. Yes, I did. <laughs>
0: uh yes of course this week we watched the zodiac the 2007 film um starring every actor who's ever lived <laughs> is there a guy who's not in zodiac
1: yeah this really was like i people just kept showing up in it it was like a bunch of good character actors um i especially like uh jimmy simpson from it's always sunny is in it for one scene mm-hmm. um june, Di- june Diane raphael is in it as mark ruffalo's wife yes the whole time i was trying to remember her name i was like i yeah. recognize her yeah, it's but like, never bothered hey, to that's, look her up that's paul Shear's wife get away from mark ruffalo <laughs> oh paul Shear was in the family switch did i tell you about <laughs> yeah, that? you did we,
0: we discussed that oh also the family switch was one of the answers at movie trivia that my family really see, yeah. how did you guys do by the way Uh we started in next to last the minimum points won in the first round was four and we had re- received five points and that was the host being generous to our team wow we finish tied for sixth
1: alright so yeah out you, of like 20
0: or so slow
1: so. start you yeah. rallied that's yeah. good you knew about the funny. family switch so. I knew about the family switch
0: nobody else knew about the family switch but I did said oh I love that Ed Helms and Jennifer Garner one
1: where a baby and dog switch brains. Just yelling at the the host like, "Did you know Paul Shears in that?" <laughs> hey everybody, hey everybody! I just want you all to know a lot
0: of people are in this movie, like Paul Shear. Remember him from Best Week Ever? Yeah. Speaking of um, things from the 2000s, uh, this movie was released March 2nd, 2007. How old would you been March 2nd, 2007? How old would you have been March 2nd, 2007? <laughs> I don't like that I can see her face.
1: <laughs> that sounded, like, to me, like I was having a stroke when you said it. <laughs> um like I was a Yeah, uh, so, okay, so what, well, you said it was March of 2007? March 2nd, 2007. Jake, I would have been 15 years old. I would have been 15 years old, but as we
0: all know, March is, of course, my birth month, um, so I would have been oh, nearly 16 years old, uh, nearly old enough to drive a car.
1: Jake, would you had you heard of the Zodiac before this movie came out? Were you familiar with it? Before
0: uh yeah, March of 2007. Uh, I was like a cool kid who knew about all the cool serial killers.
1: I this is I'm going to make it cool. I'm
0: twisted like that. Yeah,
1: that's <laughs> Do you have uh, tattoos of them? Like Yeah. I love anytime there's stories about like the it's always white ladies and they always mm-hmm. have serial killer tattoos, but um I'm just really into true crime, but uh I uh, <laughs> I I was familiar and the reason i was familiar is because i believe there was like a dateline thing that i watched it was long enough ago i think i was like 10 or something and there was like some sort of news thing that was basically like talking about the zodiac in like a retrospective way and i uh, i freaked me out yeah it's and terrifying. i was pretty scared of this. i was like what if the zodiac comes and gets me because it really they, was they never yeah, found yeah, him. yeah exactly it was like they never caught him so i was like maybe he's gonna come for me now i've been to california yeah Maybe My shack- grandparents live in San Diego. That's Southern California. My grandparents could be the Zodiac. Yeah, there's not a lot of basements there.
0: I looked the <laughs> credits of this movie. There were at like least four of them. <laughs> um, this movie is perfect. I think. Um, I don't. I don't know what else to say about it. Mark Ruffalo is perfect in this movie. Jake Gyllenhaal is perfect. Uh, I, I think what I really appreciated was how quickly it moves. Like, you get like one conversation. Thomas is making um, faces because my dog the dog farted. Hearted. Dog, the dog is napping nearby and farted, and it smells it was real bad. A very peaceful. So a sorry. Very peaceful fart. So sorry. The dog farted. <laughs> anyway, I do. I really appreciate how the um, the movie will give us like a scene from one day, and then it'll be like three days later
1: four days later seven and a half years later right
0: it's like it's only the very important bits of this case and jake gyllenhaal's obsession with the case and it's still
1: such a long movie but moves so quickly how do you do that they do a good job of segmenting it where like they like jake gyllenhaal is the constant there um i'm trying to remember it's uh what is that guy's name um i'm looking at the imdb robert graysmith is like the the constant because he's the one that never actually gives up on it whereas everybody else eventually has to go back to their lives or succumbs to some sort of alcoholism uh but the they do a good job of like the first part of the movie it's him and uh robert downey jr and then uh you know paul kind of falls off it and uh then they they switch over to Mark Ruffalo, and uh, you know the the constants are always like the the different. Uh, this was one thing because um, I remember they they caught the Golden State Killer, which was a different yeah uh, famous serial killer in uh, California. And one of the things that uh, in some of the stuff that I read, they my, do appreciate
0: being called famous. Yeah, <laughs> that's what they're always they're all yeah. going for.
1: But the uh, the the thing that was stressed a lot with it is that. Um, a lot of the problems with it was that there was a bunch of different jurisdictions that it overlapped in, in California. And this, it wasn't as much of a problem in this, but it was the same kind of thing where there's just a bunch of sheriffs in, in like different areas. Like the crimes are all taking place in different little counties.
0: Yeah. Um, so they,
1: they pop up. It's like Elias Codius, Donal Logue. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember what this guy's name is, but he kind of looks like the exact midpoint between uh, Michael Keaton and Jimmy Smith's he's a guy i've seen in other stuff before Mm -hmm. but uh they uh they show up uh, routinely which i think is kind of fun
0: um yeah i was gonna say one one thing i really appreciate about this it's like it's such a dark and intense story it's so scary and all so much about like public fear and everything and it's still just so caught up in bureaucracy
1: like yeah that's that's the thing right is that it's it's just the interest doesn't necessarily die down but there's that scene where mark ruffalo is talking to him about it it's, you know it's like you know how much time has passed like there's no way to solve this like evidence you know disappears people get older they forget like that kind of stuff so it really and all of the evidence as the movie does a good job of laying out is is circumstantial in favor of it so there's not really anything to convict on but um they, you know, the the movie becomes it goes from initially being about like who did it, and the more granular details. And as it gets further and further, and more time passes, it just becomes about like what is it going to take for Robert graysmith to give up on this? Like, yeah. what is it going to take for him to finally move on? As his his wife his uh, ex wife actually asks him at some point, like, what is it going to take? Uh, and he says that he needs to know who it is, and he needs to look him in the eyes. Does he say know it was him? And know it was them. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I, I think the movie does a good job of of sort of gradually transitioning to being about sort of the pursuit of the unknowable and uh, obsession. And uh, I I think that man, I just like it more every time that I see it. I really right, do. Because like, I feel like everybody has some things like that where it's like you just. You keep turning something over in your head and you know that you're not going to get an answer for it. And I think most people eventually, like most people that are actually assigned to the case in the movie, move on because you have to if you want to keep living. But, you know, this is how people fall down conspiracy rabbit holes is because there's something interesting about it that draws them to it and you can never know for sure. And so you're just going to keep digging and digging forever and driving yourself insane.
0: Robert Graysmith was kind of the first true crying girly
1: I was actually thinking about that during this. I was like, man, because he was going on the news and stuff. If TikTok had existed back then, can you imagine? He would have been uh, prying into people's family lives. He would have been harassing victims' families. It would have been great.
0: Um, was the person you were thinking of Dermot Mulroney?
1: No, I know. I Jake. I don't I know, know anybody's name. I know who Dermot Mulroney is. is it Anthony Edwards. No, it's not Anthony Edwards. I
0: did really love when Brian Cox showed up because I remembered seeing him in the opening credits. And I was like, I don't remember him being in this, and then he, he was playing that um, newsman. What a great scene with him, John Gates.
1: I'm looking through IMDb right Terry, now. I will tell you when Candy I. Candy Clark. I will tell you when I find him. It's Zach Grenier is the guy.
0: That's not a man, that's a drink.
1: But, uh, Jake, there was one, uh, I think he only appeared in one scene in the movie, but there was one familiar face that was in this. Did you recognize him? Um, Are you talking about Lee
0: Norris from uh, Girl and Boy Meets World?
1: No, I was talking about, uh, let me find what the actual actor's name is. Mm -hmm. Um, It is John Terry. He's in one scene okay oh yes he's in the first uh scene where they get the letter at the San Francisco Chronicle, mm-hmm. and I thought maybe it was him, but I couldn't tell for sure. So I looked it up, but it is Mr. Christian Shepard of Jack's That's dad's fame on Lost. Why he looked
0: familiar? I yep. was like,
1: "Who is this guy? Why does he look so familiar?" Well, oh, you don't know who Christian Shepard is He's a real right. Lost fan over here. Oh,
0: uh, I actually hated Christian Shepard. I tried not to think about him as much as possible. <laughs> just, just, I watched Lost just like I got Jack it. Shepard. Jack exactly. Shepard also hates his dad. <laughs> well, all of Lost was about how we all should be more like Jack Shepard.
1: Yeah, it's true. He's a cool guy.
0: With this being a a movie about like obsession with the unknowable, I feel like a great double feature would be. I mean, this and any other movie, but this and Eyes Wide Shut. It's kind of about the same thing of just like a man obsessing over something that he doesn't need to
1: involve himself with. Yeah, you throw JFK in there as well. I think JFK, I think the tone of it is a little more self assured, but the the movie itself is very much just like look at all these interesting threads i don't know if they come together or not
0: <laughs> um this movie is a lot funnier than i remember like the scene, oh it's very funny the scene of everybody claiming to be the zodiac near the end like two-thirds of the way through is very funny
1: uh one of my favorite things in, uh, is when uh, uh mark ruffalo's interviewing people And uh, one of them is like, did you ever consider that it was uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s character? And he does frequently. Yeah. (laughs) Because he hates him. Yeah. God, Mark Ruffalo. Everybody
0: does such a great job in this movie. What was happening that everybody just knocked it out of the park? David Fincher. Well,
1: one, it's a really well-written movie. David Fincher is a very good meticulous director, and he he does get good performances out of his actors. So and they and honestly they put together a group of really really good actors. So that definitely yeah. didn't hurt. Philip Baker Hall's in that as the handwriting expert. Chloe Sevigny is in there uh, with probably the best look that she's ever had in any movie. Hmm, that's, that's an big interesting. Big fan of see. 70s turtleneck and uh, tortoiseshell glasses. Chloe Sevigny.
0: Mm. Sure.
1: I would never have fumbled the bag there. I would never have. <laughs> I would have Thomas. given it up. I would have given it up. Let's just, let's. This was a movie about how sometimes you have to fumble Chloe Sevigny <laughs> in order to find closure, and I would have moved on. Chloe sure. Um, what, okay,
0: what? Look, just, just go with me in this. Just a, just a little mind game. Um, what, if you were married to Chloe Sevigny and adopted her two older boys? I think that... those are his kids. Right in this situation, she has two kids that you've adopted, um, and you're Jake Gyllenhaal, and you're obsessed with something. What are you obsessed with so much that you're going to fumble this wonderful family life you have?
1: Um, uh, probably uh, the my obsession with trying to get the Pistons front office fired. So <laughs>
0: I'd
1: be like, no, you have to stop. Stop looking at on-off data. I would Stop stop looking up Troy Weaver's son's LinkedIn page so that you can yell about how he's a nepotism hire.
0: I would love to see that movie. It's such a specific... That would be such a funny thing to come back with this next game after their first win in three months to just do like a parody of Zodiac, but about... Or I guess they would have to do it after Troy Weaver is fired because that would be kind of in bad taste, but... Whatever, it's all fun to think about. Um, I would
1: definitely similar to the zodiac i uh my my swag would have been too different i would have smoked too good Mm -hmm. and uh the pistons would kill me so yeah
0: god (laughs) great fun game last night we really got the highs and the lows of detroit sports all in i don't want to talk i don't want
1: to talk about the lions right now
0: (laughs) i'm too mad it's too raw um i watched this movie and i realized i think jake gyllenhaal might be one of my favorite actors
1: no he's awesome he is an absolutely fantastic actor.
0: Like, anytime he shows up on screen from the day after tomorrow to the day before yesterday, <laughs> that's just a little joke about movie titles. Um, is, he's there,
1: is there a movie called The Day Before Yesterday?
0: Probably. It's the sequel to The Day After Tomorrow. It's the sequel prequel. You know how they like to do that? Yeah. Um, there's probably not, but I did see there was a list of lost characters. Uh, no, Danny Danny
1: Darko himself, the sequel to Donnie Darko.
0: Danny Darko. That was his dad. Daddy Darko. <laughs> um, how would you rate Zodiac? 11 out of 10 stars. Thank you, IMDb. Um, Richmond Arquette is somebody in this. Bob Stevenson. Oh, yeah. No, John this Lacey. is the thing that
1: you're pointing out is... Uh, <laughs> This is a, we're just gonna we're gonna name some guys that we're, we're just in this. gonna name
0: some guys. No, the guys
1: that you named were all. Uh, one of the things that I like about this movie is that uh, the any of the scenes where the Zodiac kills someone, they're all played by different actors. Mm-hmm. I think that's a great touch.
0: It really is, cause yeah, cause if they don't do that, then you're like trying to figure out everybody's body type like a internet wrestling fan. Yeah, nope, they're all different people. They're all different people. Um, I think everybody assumes while watching this movie that it was John Carroll Lynch's character, Arthur Lee Allen. Is did you did you think that?
1: No, I think well the thing with the movie is the movie's not really about who actually did it. It's just yes, about it it's just about we need to get
0: to the bottom of this story.
1: It's about Richard basically be being certain enough about who did it to stop looking. Because Robert? The, or yeah, sorry, Rich. So <laughs> it's basically, like Richard. Basically the same name. Yeah. Um but the uh yeah uh, robert basically you know having enough to publish his book and uh you know being able to stop looking because that's the other thing with it the movie says at the end of it basically that they they he was still the only suspect but it, it kind of perfectly fits that when they were going to bring him in he died of a heart attack mm-hmm. and that also the dna profile they were eventually able to assemble did not match him so again this is just something you're never going to get the answer to fully you can only you just got to decide on whether or not there was enough evidence there for you to say ah, oh, maybe it was him or just move on and decide you're never going to know uh but yeah that's i that, that's one thing i kind of like about it is I, the, you know the circumstantial case makes a lot of sense for arthur lee allen but you're never really going to know so you Either You got to decide whether that's good enough for you or not.
0: Yeah. um, And as an obsessive person named Jake, uh, it wasn't. I want Zodiac 2. diac That could be the poster. It could be Zodiac, but the Mm -hmm. Z is a 2. That would be fun to watch. It could just be about the modern day take on Dave Zodiac fin- Dave
1: Fincher made the wrong movie about a killer in 2023 should have been yeah. going back to the Zodiac well
0: was that movie a sequel you know isn't there like a radio- two Radiohead albums where you like are supposed to listen to them track by track or whatever are you supposed to watch like the first half of the killer. It's like the it's, and then watch Zodiac and then watch the last half of the killer. It's
1: like that one Flaming Lips album where you need to play it out of four CD players at the oh, same yeah, time. I forgot about that one.
0: I was thinking the other day about um, Beck's album that he released on sheet music only. Do you remember that? That was around this time too. <laughs> artists need to stop. Yeah,
1: artists must be stopped.
0: <laughs> Art sucks. Um, did Do you last Beck?
1: <laughs> did you know this movie is actually a Christmas movie? How so? Oh, uh, there's a scene during Christmas. I mean, that's all it takes to qualify. So yeah, yeah I feel well. Then this fits the uh, the Christmas spirit as exactly. well. People were like, "Oh, why are you watching Christmas?" Zodiac.
0: One zodiac. Also,
1: also honestly, with uh, with Robert, uh, he you had lot- Richard. He had a lot of haters. He did, and then they were starting to like him by the end. That's true. So haters... He had haters <laughs> that's wanted. That's exactly... Also, his biggest hater uh, died of a heart attack, so he also needed new haters after that. I did like at the end of it that Daniel like, Bryan died of a heart attack? No, uh, the, Arthur Lee Allen did. But uh, he was... But the Miz. I'm talking about Robert's biggest hater. I said he died by the end of the movie. Yeah, but who is The ma- The Miz's biggest hater? I thought that's what you were saying. No, I was saying uh, Robert Graysmith. Uh, the Miz's biggest hater is probably jbl
0: not dead yet
1: no or maybe cm punk
0: welcome back right welcome back to the wrestling world yeah um yeah i was i forgot what we were talking about before this the Miz, right the Miz zodiac you're talking about how it's a christmas movie oh it's a christmas movie yes a christmas movie zodiac and that's why we watched it at christmas yep that's it that's all i was saying (laughs) Look, I don't take as many notes during watching of movies because I want to watch the movie. Um, and you can take from that, I don't want to watch Survivor. But we watched Zodiac. Um, what did you think of Zodiac taking his name from watches?
1: Uh, I thought that was... It was a little weak, I thought, you know?
0: You know what it reminded me of? Um, Come up
1: with an original idea, Zodiac. Yeah. Why are you... Why are you just using your watch for that huh well
0: uh, another piece of content from this era was a little show called heroes in which there was a bad guy called siler oh and that was he got his name off the watch he got his name off of a watch and it was even more lame than this scene. i was like oh did
1: they take that
0: from Zodiac was
1: that a real thing? It's crazy how big Heroes was for exactly one season, and then I think everyone bailed on it within a couple episodes when yep. it came back. Yep. Don't people blame the writer strike for that? They're like, oh, it would have been so good, but the writer strike ruined yeah, it, that's and that's exactly why you can't have another one.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, I think they rebooted it a few years ago, though.
1: I don't. Uh, who needs that? Come on.
0: NBC apparently, they should have rebooted it when they did Peacock and i'll be like
1: oh yes finally
0: heroes is back i missed that show
1: yeah hayden penitier back on television hayden panitier
0: <clears throat> that's, that's me excuse me
1: not when i'm watching remember the titans though which she's right. also in great movie
0: that's right um did you ever watch dirty harry because i watch it in this movie
1: uh did they what is that actually dirty harry in that it is i looked it it's up an S- it said as it sfpd on the uh the like movie theater billboard so i thought maybe it was a um like, a fake movie that they had made for it. No,
0: that's legit what Dirty Harry is. It makes
1: sense that it's Dirty Harry. It's been a while. Dirty Harry is one of those movies that I think I watched different parts of on AMC many times, but I don't know that I've ever sat down and watched the whole thing.
0: Sounds like we gotta watch uh, Dirty Harry in a future...
1: I guess it does make sense that it's based off the Zodiac a little bit, because he does try to kill uh, some some kids off a school bus at the end of it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I... We already talked about how good... um... Jake Gyllenhaal was, but he, the way he got his kids involved in the case and his it, just, like, anxious energy while running around the kitchen trying to solve this case, so man he's, he did a really good job, like, I was feeling anxious just watching the scene
1: I love how because... busted his house gets by the time that it's just him there when yeah. he's fully allowed to, to lapse into his obsession and it's just, like just a total mess
0: um I also appreciated how he started so clean cut and by the end he looked so disheveled. But it was at no point was there like a drastic change. It just like slowly got to him.
1: Also, honestly, better look.
0: Yeah. He looked better by the end of the movie. True. Um, my grandma came over for Christmas yesterday and uh, said she liked my haircut. Uh, she said she didn't like the man bun. I said, okay, thanks, grandma. And then later she said, oh, I noticed um, you're missing some hair on the back of your head. And I said, oh thanks thanks grandma she said I wouldn't have noticed but I saw you outside running around yep that's thank you so you love grandma's
1: (laughs) thanks for rubbing that one in the way I put my hat back on
0: feeling insecure about it um one thing I really appreciated because I am a person who appreciates filmmaking did you ever notice how every scene with Jake Gyllenhaal and Chloe Sevigny after they get married is punctuated by a very stark line through the center of the screen?
1: Oh, so they're like they're—it's representative of the zodiac coming between them.
0: Exactly. It is
1: funny that their whole relationship is defined by it, right down to their first date.
0: Yeah. Like, yeah. True. Well, because his whole life was. Yeah. Like this, this movie even is based
1: on books he himself wrote it's a good movie um uh soundtrack really good it seems like we're getting into the wrap-up phase of it sure uh what's your favorite scene in the movie out of curiosity
0: Ooh. um i do think the scene where they first interview arthur lee allen is so
1: good the who's the actor again uh, oh, it's uh, John Carroll Lynch, I think, is what the guy's yes, name is. That sounds right. He's been in a million different things too. That guy's like yeah. he gets. He's uh, he plays um, Francis McDormand's husband in Fargo. He's yes. been in a bunch of different stuff.
0: Uh, he was great. Apparently, David Fincher told him, you know, because they do a million different takes. Um, told him to do one sounding more innocent and one sounding more guilty, and apparently. With everyone that he sounded more innocent, it just made him more suspicious.
1: The point where he like crosses his legs during that interview is when it starts to shift, and he starts saying a bunch of shit unprompted that's mm-hmm. extremely incriminating. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "This is good." That scene is fantastic.
0: How soon? Oh, what, what was your favorite scene in the movie?
1: I so I I think the first time I saw it, it was the scene where he uh, checks out the lead with the the um the movie theater guy. When he goes mm, down into mm-hmm. the basement, like that whole sequence where he goes down into the basement when you don't know what's gonna happen, God, is yeah, like one of like, w-
0: walking through that tight little tunnel. Yeah,
1: the the there aren't many basements in uh, not what mm-hmm. does he say? It's like not many people have basements in Southern California. Yes, I do. But uh, yep. but that's also yeah, there's a. Oh yeah,
0: that's when he goes. That's my handwriting.
1: It ends. Yeah, it ends a little differently, but it kind of reminds me of in Girl with the Dragon Tattoo the whole sequence in that where he's basically like, you knew that I like you knew it was me, but you just because of like basic ingrained politeness you couldn't help but Mm. but stick around and that's kind of what it felt like where it's like don't go down in that basement man there's nothing good that Mm -hmm. can come of this and then he just books it out of there yeah but um i think my favorite one watching it again this time is just the first the opening sequence of the movie i think is my favorite the 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 setup i think it's shot super well the tension's really good and then just the i think the use of hurdy gurdy man is like my favorite use of any song in a movie ever it's
0: perfect you did say last week after we stopped recording that you wanted to start this episode singing hurdy <laughs> gurdy man well, and then you did not I do think that if,
1: well we couldn't really do it with this setup i think it would have had to have been recording like we normally do why but because i i think the mic doesn't really work for it okay do uh, i want people watching me i think it would have to be within the comfort of my my own home i'm still pissed that they don't have that for karaoke at my karaoke place i definitely would have done it by now yeah, maybe we could go
0: back to that karaoke place where we didn't get to do karaoke yeah exactly yeah. alice's you're on notice um okay let's see wildlife shots. <laughs> There was but one.
1: It was the squirrels. It
0: was the squirrels, and it was unsettling.
1: Oh, that was the most bitch you live like this uh, trailer of all time. That's one of my. I love that scene too of them just going through his fucked up trailer that he lives in.
0: Yeah, horrifying. Yeah, because it's just like every scene, you think you found something, and then. It ends up being inconsequential. It's just like ugh, it's so injured Like you understand You're why got like, it. They got gets it, and then there's it. nothing
1: there. Yeah, yeah. There, there's always just it feels like there's like one little there's one thing coming that's gonna break it wide open, and it just never quite happens. Mm-hmm. But um, the that kind of rem- the the trailer kind of reminded. Have you seen Mandy?
0: yeah i didn't love it
1: oh i love mandy but the uh i thought
0: it was beautiful but i uh, there was just too much in it that i did not.
1: it's a fucked up movie i i think in a good way but the scene where they go to the the like motorcycle riders super fucked up house is Mm -hmm. one of my favorite things in that because it it's disgusting but it also demystifies them a little bit because they're like these they seem like these like immortal evil beings and then they just live in like a fucked up house that has a bunch of chinese food takeout containers on the counter Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, so, they have squirrels uh, in this trailer, they have long slender bodies, big bushy tails, and large eyes. Are squirrels a specific species, or is it an entire family of rodents?
1: I'm gonna say family of rodents. You would be
0: correct. Uh, Where can they be found? Uh, Every college campus. That's correct. Uh, They are indigenous to North America, Eurasia, and Africa and have been introduced to Australia by humans. we took them to Australia. You, you guys got gotta I'm see these are stuck with
1: them now, look at them. Uh,
0: there are two terms for a group of squirrels. Do you know either of them? I don't. Either a scurry or a dray. Yeah, You learn something new every day. That's why we do wildlife shots. How big are they? Remember, there's Hundreds of species.
1: Yeah, I feel like the low end, probably like five, six inches, high end, like a foot.
0: They range in size from about four inches to over four feet long.
1: What are these four feet long squirrels? There's
0: a like flying squirrel in Bhutan apparently that is four feet long and a couple inches. It's
1: just like a flying eight year old.
0: Yeah, basically. Uh, What can tree squirrels do that no other mammal can do? Think about squirrels and where they live and what they do. Specifically about tree squirrels.
1: What can tree squirrels do? Live in trees. That's not true. (laughs) (laughs) I know there are big cats that do. I don't know. You tell me.
0: They are able to descend a tree head first. Wow, okay. Well, apparently, that's not common. Uh, they're able to do this because they can rotate their hind legs 180 degrees.
1: I guess that's true. You never see, anytime you see anything climbing down a tree, it's always like a person would. Yeah. Where you're just yeah going down backwards. Uh, what do they eat? Uh, they love eating nuts, let me tell you. Seeds
0: and nuts, sometimes also insects and small vertebrates.
1: But they love bird seed. They love. Yeah. Getting in there. they love ruin it for, ruining it for all the birds
0: the birds should eat. Uh, after squirrels were nearly eradicated during the industrial Revolution in New York,
1: why were they introduced? There was a surplus of bird seed that they needed them to take. There were too many damn acorns.
0: It's a very specific reason. <laughs> they were to entertain and remind humans of nature
1: oh because i guess they can exist in like an urban environment so sure, it's like yeah, yeah there's animals here yeah. who says we don't have animals
0: uh have they or have they not been trained to sniff out drugs in china
1: uh i'm gonna say yes because you wouldn't make that up
0: yeah and uh where do they rank on the iucn red list
1: least concern
0: of course um that's specifically for um, the north american gray squirrel or whatever i was gonna look into every squirrel i'm just gonna assume they're all um, the same Donna's I'm gonna ask you a series of questions now. Mm-hmm. in a, se- a segment called Quokes Quiz. So nasty that is probably somewhat of a travesty having me did, he told the people you could call me your majesty. Do you live in Northern California in the late 1960s and early 1970s? I'm afraid I don't. Excuse me. Did you?
1: I did not. I was not alive.
0: The answers are yes, no, or who can say? Who can say? There we go. Uh Next question. Choose a t shirt. And all of these t shirts say it's a blank thing you wouldn't understand. So we've got it's an anime thing. It's a bds 73 thing. It's a Kyler thing. It's a sex therapist thing. It's a Zodiac thing. It's a chicken thing. It's a hentai thing. It's a minion thing. And it's not even a minion object. This that is shirt. a
1: leading question. There are a bunch of shirts that I would never want to put my or name it's to a that a they're putting killer up here. Thing. Um, I'm going to say it's a chicken thing there
0: we go Uh, okay next question
1: can you imagine if your sex therapist was walking around wearing it's a sex therapist thing you wouldn't understand sure imagine
0: wearing that shirt and going to a sex therapist for your appointment uh what is your favorite mode of communication telephone calls texting twitter dms riddles and ciphers email, Facebook updates, sign language, speaking face-to-face, or cryptic menacing letters.
1: You know it says Twitter DMs.
0: Yeah. Why is not there been a... there probably has been a Twitter serial killer. The Craigslist killer? Remember him? I do remember the Craigslist killer. Why hasn't David Fincher made a movie about him? Um, choose some food to stockpile just in case. Freeze dried vegetables, hundred serving, 160 serving bucket powdered egg product, 144 serving bucket, long-term milk alternative, an 120 serving bucket, rice and freeze-dried meat bucket, 104 servings, meat supply, 240 serving, four buckets of such, dehydrated spinach flakes, 45 servings, 30-day emergency preparedness and survival gluten-free food supply, 90 servings, uh, defender pack with meat, 200 meal bucket, or Annie's shells and white cheddar pack, 12 pack.
1: You know i gotta have my annie's mac and cheese Mm -hmm. do you want all this fucking weird prepper shit or some nice mac and cheese delicious mac and cheese have you ever killed another human being who can say who can say (laughs) choose a suit killed them with kindness uh
0: tie-dye morph suit gilly suit want to see my nuts costume okay uh oh because of the squirrels beekeeper suit genie in the lamp costume hazmat suit
1: beekeeper suit all
0: right um, and do you enjoy getting away with horrible crime? Who can
1: say? <laughs> Who can say?
0: Are you no! the Indian Zodiac Killer? It says yes, and then there's a picture of
1: Ted Cruz. It's not true. I didn't do it. I don't believe you. It says right here. Yeah. That's... And you know Buzzfeed quizzes are always right. Not a, not a lot of uh, houses in Michigan have basements. <laughs>
0: but you know what? Mine does. That's right. Um, we, um, walked by said basement many times this weekend while walking the dog in our childhood neighborhood thomas what's your blue sky
1: you follow me at tom sky. Social. i'm on there uh i don't post very often because i am still mostly posting on twitter but no, you, can, no. you can follow me on there if you want thomas loves
0: elon you should yeah, see the dms I,
1: my twitter account is the that one Tesla that had the sticker of like, we bought this before we knew it was bad. Yeah. <laughs> like, look, I've been there since 2009 and they're not fucking running me off. I don't care who mm-hmm. buys it. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, blue Sky has updated their logo though. Uh, it's now a butterfly, not just a blue sky. I
1: don't love it. It's better than what they had, but I think yeah. it's too similar to Twitter.
0: It's fine. It's better. It's an improvement, so I'm not gonna complain about yeah. it. Um, we're also on YouTube at the only fun survivor podcast. Uh, we forgot to check in with our comments last week, but we got a couple more comments in some of our videos. Uh, one in which we disparaged the audience for thirsting over D from Survivor Feed 5. Someone said, Really? This girl's like a six out of ten at best.
1: Okay, that's <laughs> like, okay. I'm trying to say anything mean about D's appearance. She's an attractive
0: lady. Uh, somebody else replied to that person, here legs are a ten. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just
1: imagining it's the Survivor producer, and they (laughs) typed out feet and then deleted feet because they were like, people are gonna know, people are gonna think I'm too thirsty about the feet, like the legs. It's got gams for days.
0: Yet another person wrote, maybe for New Era Survivor, but super plain for OG Survivor, and even more of a wallflower in Miami what are you talking about this is apparently
1: the way for us to get engagement is to just have people argue about whether or not d's a a miami 10 (laughs) someone else said no i'm so done with these
0: people thank you for listening somebody said on episode 419 nice show yeah finally some positivity again wonderful comment thanks for the comment not quite what we asked for but close enough um, and then somebody else said, "The only fun Survivor podcast. There's nothing fun about making the same tired complaints that every so-called Survivor fan makes constantly. Enough with the negativity." Is that Jeff Proves? So Jeff, thank you for listening. So I replied, "Good point. We'll only be positive from now on. Thanks for this." <laughs> I
1: <laughs> we said so many nice things about Zodiac. Zodiac's what you wanted, great you right?
0: guys imagine if jeff Probst was in zodiac though would
1: have been so good
0: he would have been alive baby jeff Probst in zodiac in the background of one scene were there any kids there were kids in that movie yeah. it was a i'm just deal, imagining actually. him
1: in the brian cox role as like the the local tv guy you know i
0: never want to deny brian cox a role because he's a great actor but that would be a great cameo <laughs> he's instead of being on that Collins show he calls
1: into the jeff Probst talk sh- <laughs> daytime talk show we're doing This Is Why You Suck right now. You don't have time to talk about your headaches. <laughs> uh,
0: what can people comment on YouTube other than what they already have? Uh, how, nobody's listening to us.
1: Yeah, this is fucked up. Uh, ha ha ha, very funny smiley face.
0: A lot of people are listening to us, but nobody's listening to us, you know? I feel like the Zodiac. Uh, our last poll on YouTube asked, do you call it Survivor 45 or Survivor Feedy 5? And guess what?
1: I'm going to say Feedy 5 1.
0: Keep the fifty-five, five, drop the one. Uh, it tied 50-50. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so what's that new, um, what's a new poll we can give people to tide them over until Survivor China next
1: week? Uh, is Jeff Probst the Zodiac? Yes. No. <laughs> who can say? <laughs> yeah, or who can say?
0: <laughs> uh, we have a few shows on Patreon. Pistons won again, um, third time in their entire lives. Um.
1: So yeah, Teal Time, you can subscribe to that. Also, if you would like to hear me uh, talk about the Detroit Pistons and they're losing, uh, you can listen to the most recent episode of Round Ball Rock, a podcast I appeared on to talk about that with my friends Joey and Sean. It's a fun listen, and uh, but mostly just listen to this. Would you say it's the only fun basketball podcast? Well, until people pay for Teal Time, yes, I would say that.
0: You could go to patreon.com slash justpodcasts for um, the prices on Teal Time. Um... Do you want to thank the fans.
1: I would love to thank the listeners. Thank you so much for listening.
0: Mm-hmm. And on Apple Reviews, we can uh, we can review the podcast there. What should people write there?
1: uh this is my favorite podcast i like it better than all the other podcasts i give it a big thumbs up five stars only please
0: i was gonna say we gotta remind people how many stars because somebody recently gave us fewer than that and i don't appreciate
1: the one star review that we got that they they did a loophole on
0: yeah they did do a loophole on it so even if you're okay we should say even if you're not leaving a five star review you should still leave a five star rating
1: yeah five star rating also
0: yeah we never specified that um Okay, well, somebody else did rate us five stars again, so that's nice. Getting that average, 4.7, we're getting that average yeah. back up. We're getting that back, back up. Now it's 4.7 still. So. Um, I don't know math, but if you want to hear us do more math, you can subscribe to Just Arithmetic. It's also on patreon.com slash justpodcasts. Um, and as we say, always, we, least, as we always say every week on our true crime podcast,
1: <laughs> stay sexy. True. And uh, don't get murdered by the Zodiac.
0: There we go. Great show. Oh, yeah, next week we're doing Survive China. Did we say that? Episodes one and two. Oh,
1: no, that's good to know, though.
0: Yeah. Are you excited to talk about second good movie we've ever watched yeah this, this is
1: like it really is i think this is maybe like the third or fourth time that i've seen this movie and i'm like this is one of my favorite movies it's so genuinely good. <laughs> one of the best movies i've seen
0: it. i don't know what um what brought us to this conclusion that we should do this movie um wasn't, during, like, wasn't
1: it all the astrology jokes Was all the zodiac I, it, stuff I, it must be i think because like
0: i did nothing else makes sense yeah
1: no, that uh, I was going through just because they kept it was, the soundtrack for that is like fucking yeah. banger after banger, and so I was going through the uh, the tune find for it. And uh, there's some very wrong entries that got put on there. They said, uh, It's Going Down by Young Jock is on the soundtrack for Zodiac. That's not true. <laughs> they said, uh, what was the, I think they had Milkshake by Kellis on there too. Oh, I'm, I'm, are they yeah. thinking of a different movie? Yeah, they had the right stuff. I'm wondering if maybe there's some automation in the process to it. And maybe those songs had samples from some of the songs that mm. were included. Cause that's the only thing I can think of.
0: That would make sense.
1: Um, or it
0: was just all done by AI Yeah, yeah. AI could do that job yeah.
1: Cause like I know that Lowdown by Boss Gags Was in that but a computer might not Yeah computers know nothing about it Yeah cause I have that on vinyl I have uh, uh Silk Degrees is the name of the album I bought it for like four dollars on Discogs How long do
0: you think after buying a record player Did you become a vinyl
1: guy Uh like the second Yeah the <laughs> Cause I love collecting music
0: Um, I'm pretty sure it's what I said.
1: Survivor China. Remember 2017? <laughs> that was like the coolest, <laughs> the funny, everyone's, funniest, everyone's, joke everyone's we can parents do. kept saying it like that. China
0: 1 and 2, yep. China. China. That's so funny. Remember how funny he was? We just still make jokes about him all the time. He was he's so funny. I like,
1: yeah, <laughs> Stuff that was funny. What, what <laughs> I did <say> <laughs> It's a good poster, okay? Doesn't mean I agree with anything else about his life. Thomas can
0: separate the art from the artist.
1: The diet Smarten up, probes.